right, welcome in. Episode 20 of Are You Serious? 20. Can you believe we've done 20 of these? Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. too. Um, but it's been so fun. It and still having a good time. Uh, so yeah, here we are, 20 episodes in. And uh, August, coming off of that brutal heat. Awful. You were out playing golf in it. Yeah, I don't know how so you did so that. So yeah. Playing with some of our competitors, quotation. Yeah. Yeah. Ed was out there. Scotty was out there. Um, Christian, uh, one of our dear friends from yep. Winston-Salem, Greensboro, was up there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know why we picked. Well, we scheduled it like a month in advance. Right. And then just so happened to be the hottest day of Ooh, the year. It was brutal. 121, 121 Lake in Lake City. That was the highest I could find in the state from the recent bout of heat. I think maybe – Buford may have tied it, but yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, dew points. Yeah. My time, I don't remember a dew point that high. We got we got 85. Uh, that was Monday yeah. of this week. We had an 85 dew point. That's, I think that's the highest I remember here. Yeah, that's um, a lot. Every summer we'll get an 80, yeah. 81. Every once in a while mm-hmm. you'll get an 82. Uh, but we were consistently 83, 84, 85 Monday, Tuesday of this week, which was just an insane dew point. Makes me wonder maybe if there's a slight issue with the sensor there, because that was at MYR at the yeah. Beach Airport. 85 is really, really, really? high. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I don't something to look into. But, yeah, either way, it was just miserable two points 81 82 in the morning up to yeah. 85 in the afternoon yeah. makes me even more grumpy um and then i opened my power bill i got mine recently <laughs> that was a shocker so what do you keep your ac on 70 i'm 68 so imagine yeah. I, I can't afford 60 well trust me i don't know if <laughs> I, I try can I, I, yeah after this after this recent one at 70 and I'm normally the kind of guy, like, you know, when I come home from work, I like to have a lamp or two on. Yeah. Just so that I don't come into a, a completely dark house. Leave the light on for the dogs, you know. After this last power bill, they're all going out. I will walk into a dark house. Sonia and Hugo can sit in the dark while I'm at work. <laughs> just <laughs> unplugging everything. Yeah. I was like, whatever, every penny every penny counts. Yeah. And that was before this heat oh, came in. So, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, the, next, the next one's going to be even worse. I saw the notification pop up in my email, and I said, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. And the uh, the long term trend through the end of August looks like uh, above normal. So we've probably got a couple more bouts of ridiculous heat to go before we start to get some true comfortable air in here. Yeah, and it's probably going to be end of September, honestly. Probably the end of September, that. and a lot of times it takes a hurricane to get it cool. <laughs> he said it, not me. Um, for those that maybe this is your first episode, he is Chief Meteorologist Jamie Arnold. Oh, yeah. I am <laughs> I am Meteorologist Andrew Dockery. We're here at WBF right News in. in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Um, like, subscribe, comment, share. Almost, by the time we're recording this, 900 views on last week's episode. Thanks to Jenna. Thanks to Jenna. Everybody loves Jenna. And not us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not us. They, were, they all tuned in for Jenna. Intern Jenna's goodbye. Yeah. She's gone now. Yeah. She sobbed completely. Oh, she cried. She cried. Really, really bad. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, what's been happening with Jamie other than this brutal heat and humidity? Um, doing the heat. Uh, let's see. Feel really, like you got a little tan too. A little, a little. I did spend a little bit of time outside in the yard this past weekend before it got too hot. Mm. Um, really getting into fishing, pure fishing. All right, that's kind well, of we're going to change uh, the whole plan here. It's kind of my new favorite uh, summer thing: fishing. Okay, Garden City Pier, Saturday okay. night, a couple of beers. Line off the side of the pier, 
Mm. And, uh, and I think I like it because it's good fishing because every time I've been, I've had a really good night. I mean, you're constantly reeling yeah. something up or at least struggling with something yeah. or feeling the nibbles. So I like that. That's kind of my new uh, my new favorite pastime. I used to fish a lot growing up, but I have not done much of it here. See, I fished a lot growing up because I was forced to, so I hated mm, it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so now, and I don't know, there's something a lot more relaxing about pier fishing mm. than out on a boat in some flat lake somewhere. At least on the pier, you can people <laughs> watch and watch the sunset, have a couple drinks. Yeah. If you don't catch anything, you still had a nice night hmm. on the ocean. One of my favorite fishing stories, uh, there's a buddy here that lives, um, I think we met him, his name's Ryan. Hmm. We've uh, we've done kayak fishing before. Let me tell you, that is a whole new ball game. You know, I've seen some videos of that, and I don't think I can handle that. It is. We were not successful. We right. caught the bait, because we were like, we're going to go out there with nothing. We yeah. caught the bait. I bought all this equipment. I pulled out an anchor for a boat <laughs> on my kayak and drop. Listen, your kayak just spins yeah. in the current. So it's to control your kayak and the reel. Good luck to those who do it. It's I feel like the balancing act of reeling something <laughs> in while in a kayak is very – and you all know, know I'm not coordinated. No. I am not coordinated, so I feel like I would instantly flip over. Yeah, the pier is probably the safer and better option, yeah. too. I saw your photos, I guess, that what was that, 4th of July weekend when you were mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. And I, I was mean, like, that was, Jamie. Yeah, and then, just reeling them in one after the other. And kind of since then, sort of the eh, every other weekend or so, if the weather's good. Go down, fish for an hour or two. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Garden City, too. That pier is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I'm really excited for Cherry Grove to open back up. Or Surfside. Or Surfside. It's been. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we have our anchors who haven't even been on the Surfside Pier. Yeah, that's wild. That's because mm-hmm. of how long it has been since that pier has been gone. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Uh, yeah. For those that may have noticed, if not, where have you been? We've launched... Some new graphics. Yeah, astute viewers. They look really good, too. They do. They really do. good. And it's not just weather. I remember, when did we launch last weather graphics? It wasn't long ago. We, like, we only did these like a for a year and a half, maybe, two, two years. And now it's a whole new package. News, weather, yeah. et cetera. And you and I were talking, and we were talking with Robert and Matt, too, but for sure you and me, we've texted it. Simple yeah. is the new it's, goal. Yeah. Yeah, simple, um, clean, not a lot. Uh, you don't need distractions in TV mm-hmm. graphics. Yeah. So uh, I, I feel like this new graphics package, this new graphic look really exemplifies that. It's it's very clean. It's very simple. It's kind of big. It's kind of bold. It's easy to see. It's easy to read. Yeah. And I love it. S- something different, too, is like the transitions in between the graphics, yeah. which... For those that haven't seen it, it will be like a now and big bold, and then it will reveal the graphic or first alert or forecast. I'm trying to remember which other ones we've thrown in there. Seven seven day, day. and it even comes with little. Oh, it looks and sounds so good. Yeah. Um, To everyone who's worked on the graphics behind the scenes, kudos to them. It's been awesome. The news side of it looks great too. Yeah. Um, But I feel like in our in our 15 years of history, this is probably the best we've ever looked. As yeah. far as a just an on-camera presence, yeah. just the look of everything, I feel like this is our best. I like how it's all cohesive too. Yeah, it's the same text you're going to get for news and weather. 
Um, for us, a graphic that you maybe have traditionally seen from us may just look a little bit more simpler. Yeah. Um, I think of some of those, and we'll talk more about the tropics here in a second, but um, even our muggy meter seems mm -hmm. simpler. Yeah. The beach forecast yeah. seems, the boat and beach forecast. Um, I just started a hometown hello again. It's mm -hmm. a lot more simpler. Yep. It's got a map cut out with a little pen and then the forecast. Yep. Um, yeah, it just looks for people that don't know, what's the process like when it comes into all right, we're gonna start from scratch. Here's a new graphic system. What's the nitty gritty of it? All the, of it. <laughs> all of it. So, you know, the way kind of this process works, and this is my let me see, I've been here fifteen years now. So we had one, two, three, four. This is our sixth graphic. I was say, I've been here for three. Yeah, this is our sixth, maybe seventh graphics transition. Um, and it's kind of a tedious process. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a certain set of graphics that you know you're going to show every day. The seven-day forecast, mm -hmm. current temperature, tomorrow's forecast, things like that. Uh, so when you're sort of transitioning from one look to the next look, it it, it takes a long time to kind yeah. of get all those little things set over. So just you think about simply the banner at the top that mm -hmm. says today or seven-day forecast. All of that has to be changed. The fonts have to be changed. Then you change the backgrounds. Then you change whatever, like, sort of text boxes. Yeah. Uh, you change your fonts. Um, and it can, it can go quickly, but considering the huge volume of graphics that we have. How many do you have, think we got total? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. The, just the volume of graphics that we have uh, is insane. So going through and remaking those, it, it takes a while. Yeah, not to mention event planners. Yeah. Daily planners. Yeah. Um, I know people that are probably listening to this. Um, Rose is one of them. She loves the biking and walking planner. And yeah. those are two separate graphics we have to make and build out and to me, change the background every yep. time we use it yep. so it looks fresh. Tea time planner, stuff like that. You have to build all those out in advance. It just yeah. doesn't magically appear. Right, right. And you kind of build that consistency into, okay, this is our look. We have this planner. Now what else? So with that being said, if you're listening to the podcast, would you like to um, see a graphic? Let us know. Yeah. I'd love to somehow implement more. Yeah, me but too. I'd, it's just... You do it so much, you just kind of get stuck in the same running and walk. And yep. So if you have any, let us know for yeah, sure. Yeah, let us know. Graphics are just, they're, they're everything to me. Yeah. Nothing makes me happier than sitting down and, and having fun building graphics and freshening up graphics. Yeah. Uh, the past two months, getting ready for the launch of this new look. Uh, between the 6 o'clock news and the 11 o'clock news, mm -hmm. I've just sat in the office, turned on the music and cranked out graphics and have absolutely loved it. So for when it comes to the forecast for you, for we have a lot of people that are up and coming or maybe even Jen is listening to this and we've talked about it with her before. What do you, what would you tell someone when they're building graphics or trying to dive in? Because I know it can be daunting. I remember when Jenna was here and mm -hmm. she, I said, Hey, build me a graphic. Mm -hmm. And she said, but why? What? Yeah. Like, yeah. what would you recommend to people when it comes to building their graphics? I always recommend, and this is this has come a long way as someone who loves to build graphics and make graphics for television weather, I've ha I still have to reel myself in, less is more. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah. Um, because you have to think of the person who's watching you while they're getting their kids ready for school mm -hmm. or they're cooking dinner 
and yep. we're just kind of on in the background and they're glancing up and they're kind of listening and then they're doing something else and then they're glancing up again. You want to give them just nice, clean, basic, mm-hmm. what they need to know. Yeah. What they need to know. I was going through some of mine when I first started here. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Atrocious. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. Um, and my pet peeve is. Um, <laughs> oh, this is good. A pet peeve of yeah. your graphic. Okay. Um, graphics pet peeves. Um, text on a graphic. It needs to be white or it needs to be very dark. Mm-hmm. Like ours, we do mainly white, but if we have a white background, we'll do like a really deep blue that kind of mm-hmm. matches our look. Yeah. If I see a graphic, um, like a rain chance or something weird, and it has like orange or green text or light blue text, it just makes my soul cringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I used to make those graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I used to make them a lot. Back in the day. Think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. My pet peeve is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um and Matt Bullock can tell you this. I've told him before, just because it grinds my gears. If I'm using a BAM, the old BAM graphic with mm-hmm. the border, the whole hit will have same the border. Same. Just because that is my pet peeve. Yeah. Um, if I'm using a certain look, it will all look the same. Yeah. I will spend more time on getting every graphic to match that rather than building a new one because I know if I click it, I'm like, oh, dang. Yeah. It's going to drive me crazy. Yeah, that's that's me. I spend the uh, the vast majority of my afternoon is spent building graphics. And it's not like every day we come in and build everything from scratch. Correct. As you said, Correct. we've got a lot of things that are pre-made. There may be one or two graphics that we sort of custom make for whatever mm-hmm. the weather story is that day. Um, but still, fine-tuning, changing backgrounds. Yeah tweaking things just a little bit to kind of match the story yeah uh, which is what i always try to focus on every day is the weather story yeah um and kind of making it nice and cohesive think of it too if you're listening to this maybe um story time for your story kid. time yeah can't do story time if you don't have a book right and the graphics are our book the graphics are the book um they help us tell the story mm-hmm. ultimately the way i look at it and the way like i taught jenna and i teach anybody that comes in we're telling the story mm-hmm we're telling the weather story. The graphics are there to support you. Yeah. They, they, they can't stand alone. They're mm-hmm. supporting you. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one that tells the story, but with a nice nice graphic yeah. to aid in that. Convey it for sure. Yeah. Um, so our graphics are clean and simple. Yep. You said less is more. Less is more. So for hurricane season, we've already showcased the chance of development, which is a really Love that graphic. Love that graphic. graphic. Yeah. Um, and I love the one that you did with just the white text on the map and the circle. Less. The simple. Less. So for people that are curious, what might they see um, this year? Do you remember what episode season? it was where we did the big deep dive hurricane? It was season one. The cone, maybe trusting halfway. the yeah. cone. Yeah, the cone. Episode something. Um, so this is one thing you're going to notice. Uh-huh. And so here's a heads up on this. <laughs> it's different. For hurricane season. It's different. It's not vastly different. <clears throat> it's simpler. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the cone, and maybe we can add in some fancy graphics in this yep. portion of the podcast yeah. to kind of show. Um, the cone uh, will no longer have a center line. Which it shouldn't. Uh, because if you want to know why, go back and watch the podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about the cone real briefly because people focus on the center line too much. Yep. The center line is gone. The icon mm-hmm. for where the hurricane is forecast to be at that point is no longer going to be exactly on the map. 
Or in the center of the cone. Or not always exactly in the center of the cone. What we're going to do now in the future, moving forward, is the cone is still going to look the same. It's going to be a nice red cone. Um, but we're trying to emphasize the fact that the cone is very variable, highly variable. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, the old track, you would have the cone and then you would see the hurricane icon sort of right down that middle line yeah. with the time that it's forecast to be there. We're still going to have all of that information, but it's mm -hmm. not going to be quite as precise. And that's not to confuse. That's not to muddy the situation. That's just to take the focus away from the exact center point of the hurricane because the impact spread way outside of the center of the hurricane for sure and that's what we need to be focusing on and i think too another thing you'll see and we've done this in the past and we'll probably do more of it um you won't see a ton of model data long range yeah it's going to go five to seven days out unless yeah. there's a lot of consistency yep. and it matches the forecast you're also probably going to see impact-based forecasts and we've done this before mm -hmm. outside of the cone mm -hmm. because as we talked about as that cone gets or the storm gets closer, the cone gets smaller. Gets smaller. But the impacts are even felt outside of that cone. Yeah. So you'll see a lot more of that from us. Um, what and that looks like is still TBD, but... And I was thinking about this, I think it was last week when we were kind of building some of the graphics. I was thinking back to some of our previous hurricanes that didn't make landfall here, mm. but brought significant impacts. Yeah. Um, let's go back to 2020 and Isaias. Yep. Um, we were rightfully so in the cone yep. five days out. Yep. But as you said, as the storm gets closer, the cone gets narrower because the cone naturally fans out like this. Once we got within about a day of Isaias bypassing us, we weren't even in the cone. Mm. The, it it was just point. offshore. Yeah. But you think about it, we ended up with what? The third, fourth highest storm surge yeah. in oh. the north end of the Grand mm -hmm. Strand? Uh, All Dorian, the flooding. A Dorian, uh, similar thing. Center never came ashore. Yeah. Um, strong tropical storm force winds, numerous tornadoes, yeah. flash flooding. Um, and, you know, 12, 24 hours before, we were basically out of the cone. Yeah. Because we were confident the center of those hurricanes weren't going to pass over us. Uh, they passed just offshore. Dorian, I think, was 50 miles offshore. But That's we still point. got those significant impacts it's almost like impacts 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 it's almost it's like during the time of passage even though we weren't in the cone that's when the impacts were the highest yeah which is why you're going to see more mm. of that from us um we've talked about it too maybe overlaying some forecast with the cone yep um just to kind of show hey just because this is going to pass by um so it just depends on what hurricane season offers yeah i do think we need to address um hurricane season within itself yep. since the last time we talked Two forecast updates have come out. Updating it. <laughs> doubling down. Yeah. yeah. On, hey, we're not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Uh, so both Colorado State and NOAA bumped up the numbers, percentages, the likelihood of an active season, yeah. uh, more active season than the original forecast. And that's El Nino was still out there. El Nino was still coming on. Mm -hmm. Um not coming on quite as strong, quite as fast as the initial yep. forecasts. Um, and the sort of hedging the bets more on the incredibly warm water mm -hmm. may be just enough to overcome 
El Nino heading into the rest of the hurricane yeah, season. Yeah, because you have to think that's already established. Yeah. And that's a good way to look at it. Like, we already know the water's warm. Yeah. It's abnormally warm. In some places, it's record warmth. Yep. El Nino is a little bit weaker for now, yeah. but it is projected to still increase. I think the question, and this is really diving into it, um, what's the steering mechanism going to be like in September? Yeah. In August. And Colorado State, for those that are wondering, now starts those two-week outlooks. Yep. Hot zones, they did great with their first one, mm-hmm. highlighting the areas in the um, main development region right now. Yep. Um, so that's going to be our big our big thing here over these next couple of weeks is waiting for that. My, my feeling and just looking sort of long-term as far out as we can go with at least a little bit of confidence is I think this hurricane season um, – in some ways maybe similar to last hurricane season. I kind of think it all comes at once mm-hmm. in about a six-week period and then kind of shuts, shuts down, down. Uh, which is how it was last year. Remember, August of 2022, there wasn't a single named storm. Yeah, that's September a good point. hit, and it was bam, 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 bam. a very bam. good point. Mid-October, it was done. It was done. Yeah. And I kind of think, think we may be in a similar situation this year. Yeah, looking at some of the long-ranges – um, <coughs> signals end of August, early September. Yeah. And we've been saying that. I yeah. mean, right now I know we have chances of development out there, but as far as threats to the United States, you know, end of end Late of this month. Late this month, early September, which mm-hmm. when you kind of step back and think of it, isn't it really, like, a, oh. is it really a bold forecast? That's called hurricane season. <laughs> yeah, that's called the peak of yeah. hurricane season. Yeah. Um, but for sure, uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Um, I guess we need to shoot the breeze. Let's shoot the breeze. Okay. We're just kind of taking it easy this episode. I feel like we're just honestly, it's, it's a lot is, to plan. This is the people. August, just kind of. I like you know, that. it's kind of the August I like vibe. That. I will open the opportunity for people that are listening. If there is someone that you could think, yeah, hey, they would be a great guest. Yeah, on are you serious? Yeah, let us know who you want to see. Whether that be a photographer in the community. Someone here at WNBF News. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, think on it and let us know. We've pitched some ideas, and we have yeah. some that I'm really excited about. Um, but I, I'd love to meet the needs of. And you know us. We're always kind of dreaming big. So we're. I mean, yeah. If you want to say a big name, say a big name. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, say a big name. Who knows? Who would be a big name for you that you would like to have on here? That's a good question. That is. Wow. That was a spur of the moment right there. Um. Mm. Josh Morgerman, I want. Yeah. I want him. Me I, too. I feel like I've missed the – he's the big storm chaser, mm-hmm. hurricane chaser that I met down in Texas. Um, I feel like I've missed our, our opportunity because he's in full chase mode now that we're kind of in getting into the peak of hurricane season. So maybe as hurricane season shuts down, we can uh, – I can sweet talk him into at least mm. doing a little Skype. Because mm. let, let me tell you, the guy's stories are mind-blowing. Yeah. I want to say Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas? Yeah, that'd be fun. From WBTV in Charlotte. Yeah, I think we bring him on. That'd be fun. Not because, like, huh. No, Eric's think, great. I think no, that would great. be a great. Eric is great. We wouldn't have to talk. No, and Eric. High personality. Eric Eric is a, a big talker. <laughs> you know, Eric was the first person I ever interned with. Yeah, I remember. That's why yeah. I said I think Eric Thomas would in be a great episode. In 1996. Well, you'd have That's to how old I am. Date yourself. I mean, 1996, I did an internship with Eric Thomas, who was the chief meteorologist at our sister station, WBTV in Charlotte. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. That would yeah. be really fun. You know who else I would like? This could be kind of fun, too. Okay. 
what if we brought on our old our old mentors? Okay. Would that be kind of fun? That would be fun. Yeah. Talk to them about their growing up in the business. They're growing up. They're sort of passing the torch. And now, you know, we're kind of doing it. That's a good episode. I like that. I like that, too. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I guess we would have to figure out how to do Skype. Somebody else can figure it out. We'll just, you know, I just show up. <laughs> yeah, Darion's got a crew. We can have a crew, right? Yeah. Y'all yeah. figure yeah, out how to do this. We need to steal some of Darion's crew from his <laughs> podcast. Oh, my goodness. Now let's do uh, Shoot let's do the one. You want to pull? Yeah, I'll pull it out. Let's see. By the way, we like, need, what, what we need in here? some Shooting the Breeze questions. What? We have answered so many, which yeah, is a good thing. Which is, yeah, it's really good. Oh, but this... we only have like three or four in here, so. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, this is really good. Two questions. How do you guys prepare for hurricanes at home if you're at work? And two, they used to say put masking tape on windows. Last hurricane, my, the last hurricane, my neighbor said, do not. What is your opinion on taping windows? Mm, nice. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know if I know the masking tape one. I don't know if I've heard that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It used to be the thing. Oh yeah. If you you didn't board up, you put some masking tape, put some duct tape on your windows. Um, and it Duh. used to be in my old days of hurricane chasing down here. Um, every gas station, every grocery station, uh, grocery station, grocery no. store had giant duct tape or masking tape X's on all the windows and the thought was it, it protected yeah. the windows. It doesn't. No, it well, doesn't. I knew it didn't work. It but doesn't. I, you may as well put, you may as well put a piece of scotch tape on the window and stop a two by four. That's like through. the myth of opening a window yeah. and a tornado's yeah. coming through or whatever. Yeah. So, so <laughs> to, it's the first time I've heard that to blitz Bobby one Oh four via YouTube. <laughs> yeah. What the masking name? tape doesn't do it. Not only does it not, protect against flying debris and let's remember this wind uh-huh. isn't gonna isn't what breaks your windows yep. it's not the wind yep it's what's in the wind yep. that breaks your the windows debris. you're you know if you had a very a clean 100 mile per hour wind your windows are probably going to hold up mm-hmm. but we don't have a clean hurricane around here you get a 100 mile per hour wind and there's all kind of stuff blowing in it mm-hmm. there's two by fours and shingles and limbs and trash cans and lawn furniture and everything you can think of in the air blowing along that's what breaks your windows yeah so no damasking tape and two can you imagine the mess of cleaning up all of that little residue that's what I'm after thinking. the hurricane when you take the tape off not to mention not stuff that's it. gonna stick to it's it it's not even and- worth it yeah, that just seems like a mess. Um, and then, so the first part of the question is, how do you guys prepare for hurricanes at home? I love this question. If you're at work. I do, too. It's a whole episode. And this is kind of embarrassing for me. Oh, Lord. Be- <laughs> they blacked us out again. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Are you serious? And we've been canceled. All right, they were back. <laughs> um, I'm the worst. I, Of course, you know, we hit be prepared, be prepared, be prepared. And I've got a little hurricane okay, kit. Okay, I was about to say. No, I've got okay. I've got a little kit. I've okay. got my documents in place. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in an area where I'm more or less good as far as evacuations go. Um, but as far as last-minute preparations, mine are usually slim to none mm. because all of my time is spent here. No, I get that. You know, you take a the literally the five or six days leading up to a hurricane, you know, we're all here 12 or 14 hours a day. When a I do lot. get home, I try to get in 
two or three hours of sleep yeah. <laughs> when cocktail. I'm home and a cocktail. Uh, when I'm when I am home, I'm usually on my phone or the computer looking at weather stuff or coordinating with our boss or yeah. talking to radio stations who want to do interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really don't have time. All of the recent hurricanes that we've had, basically on my way out the door to come in for what I know is going to be the long haul, mm. I may pull the deck furniture in the in the front door, and then I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and I've gotten lucky. Yeah. You know, I, I, I live in kind of a sheltered area. I'm down in the trees, which is scary in yeah. a hurricane, but I'm not in an exposed area where all my stuff's going to blow away. Yeah. So I do, I do minimal house preparations. And I got an old house that's pretty sturdy, so... The very first year we were here, we were in an apartment, mm-hmm. Emily and I were, and we preached be prepared. We did mm-hmm. the hurricane special. I was out at Walmart two days before the hurricane, mm-hmm. which I guess this would have been Dorian. Mm-hmm. Um, never will do that again. No. Never. No. I. It was like a winter storm was coming. <laughs> and we were looking for batteries yeah. and all this stuff oh, for yeah. Emily, for the apartment, which at the time... Everything was good. We lived next to the airport. Well, now that we own a house, um, it's mainly just deck furniture and stuff like that. Um, We try to, during September, for sure September, October, I try to have an extra of everything already. Yeah. Extra water, extra snacks, just in case something really spurs up, just because you never know. Um, But other than that, we're ready to go. I mean, And, and with all of that said, we haven't had a hurricane threat Mm-mm. that looked to potentially produce major, major damage, category yeah. two or category three. We've had all ones here recently. You know, Florence briefly scared us there for a while with that forecast that it was coming in as a four. Uh, but as far as a really legitimate, this is going to be an extreme event. Yeah. Um, we Obviously, I, I would, would do more in those circumstances. But yeah. for the most part, for the category ones that we've been getting, it's... It's patio furniture. Get my get my ferns off the porch. Yeah. I think our prep, too, is also just, at least for me and you and Robert and Matt, our prep isn't just our houses. It's just like <laughs> us. Us, yeah. Do we have our suits? Do we have yeah. the glasses, the contacts? Do, are we going to need extra deodorant? Like, how long are we going to be in here? Yeah. Um, that's a lot of prep. That's I a lot of our time. My <laughs> My black suit is my hurricane suit. Um, no, I didn't think so, about that. So this time of the year, um, I make sure that I get it sort of dry cleaned more than any of my other suits mm. because I want it nice and clean and I want it nice and sharp. Because you know how it is when you feel good? Yeah. You feel good. Confidence, yeah. Um, and my black suit is very comfortable, which, which is which is very important. Mm-hmm. So it, it's comfortable. It's in a state to go. And I don't wear it as much this time of the year because I want it to just kind of sit there in case I need to pull it for – yeah. hurricane day so i don't you're not gonna see me in my black suit as much that's that's my that's that's my power suit that was my number one mistake as i wore a um tight white shirt the worst during yeah. dorian yeah and i will never do that again yeah. it's going to be very loose fitting yep some nice material yep. will be set but yep. yeah and uh and and, the, and my tennis shoes mm. and my tennis shoes ready to go mm. yeah because my black shoes are my like most uncomfortable shoes. shoes uh black shoes not going to see during a hurricane coverage. Yeah. It's going to be my black suit in my, my tennis shoes. Yeah, the tennis shoes thing was yeah. smart. I'd... Hur- the worst hurricane fashion disaster I ever had uh, was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great story. <laughs> yeah. This is how the podcast goes. <laughs> hurricane Matthew, 
um, was here. Everything was going fine. Was covering Matthew. That was um, my personal record. Um, did 21 consecutive hours on the air, nonstop, during Hurricane Matthew. About four hours into our coverage that day, my belt broke. Mm. And I'm the type of person I hate for my pants to feel loose. I hate to constantly sort of tug at my <laughs> pants to have to pull them up. I spent the rest of that hurricane with no belt. And I felt so sloppy and uncomfortable because I just felt like the whole day <laughs> we're covering a hurricane and I'm trying to pull my pants up. Finally, later in the day, I went, I got so sick of it, and I went to somebody. I was like, I just I have to borrow a belt. And I found somebody's belt, and it kind of helped me out for the rest of the day. But it was. That's all. Yeah. Fashion and hurricanes, you never know what you're going to get on Are You Serious? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> uh, great question. Yeah, Blitz. I love that. That was fun. Blitz. Bobby? Bobby Blitz. Blitz Bobby 104. Mm. Oh. Hm. Can of worms open. Uh, Holly via YouTube. Um, after a few weeks, what are your all's thoughts about threads? I'm over it. Um, I I'm hate over it. it. You love it? You hate I it? I hate it. Really? You were a big Threads fan. I know. I hate it. Why do you hate it now? I need a a desktop version. Yeah. It is so, because this is so first world problems. Right. It is so hard for me because we have everything in one click. Yeah. Where we work. Like, yep. post a graphic, it's out. Facebook, yep. Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Yeah. You can't do that on this. No. So you're literally trying to copy the photo, mm -hmm. and it's just so much to keep up with. Yeah. Now, if there's a platform to come, cool. But I was even using it during uh, severe weather yeah. when we had those warnings. It's showing stuff from three days ago. Yeah, I keep I see your notifications come up, and I'm like, ah, I guess maybe I, I do it once a day at this point. I'm there just to be there. When 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 it was the craze there for three days, y'all talked me into it. I, I got know. on it. I know. I, I hemmed and hauled and didn't want to do it. And y'all got me on there. I know. And I posted like four times, and I haven't opened it since. They said updates are coming like weeks haven't, ago. haven't opened it since. I'm still angry with Elon with the Twitter stuff, but I'm, I'm getting through. And, and now that I have threads, and you can't delete it, because if you delete threads, it deletes your Instagram. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so now I'm just stuck with constant you know, with threads. It's just sitting here on my phone, and it'll be there forever, because I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. For instance, if I open it up right now, this is how much I hate the app. A, it takes forever to load. Two minutes ago, that's good. Mm -hmm. Three hours, 19 minutes, 12 minutes, one day, one day. Right. This doesn't help me. No. Like, if you're going to no. do it and say, hey, this is old Twitter, let's make it real time. Yeah, make it real time. And then I'm in. Real time, I'll, I'll yeah. be back on the threads train if that mm. happens. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but it probably won't. So if you're looking for weather information from me on Twitter, Twitter. you're not going to find it. You can find it on Twitter yeah. for both of us. Yeah. As much yeah, the as Twitter, we the Twitter and the Facebook. Don't like Elon. Probably Twitter more. I think Yeah. I think I do more weather on Twitter. Yeah, I'm saying Especially way. geeky weather. Well, especially because I say real time. I'll post more radar updates to Twitter. Yeah. No one wants to see a thousand radar updates on their Facebook page. Right. Right, because, because they, they're, they're going to see they're it outdated and yeah. whatever. So yeah, Facebook is more for the cool stuff and the fun stuff and the pretty stuff and yeah. my dogs and my garden and the fish I catch. But and to comment but, with you and talk. Yeah, but, but Twitter is yeah, fire out something. Oh man, check this out. Oh, if check you're this sending out. us photos too, please do it to Twitter. Oh, I love Twitter. I lose yeah. so many photos on Facebook. It yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, because they get in the messenger and then I hopped in today and I had four. It. I hadn't yeah. seen. Oh, I know. I know. 
So, yeah, Holly, great question. Love that. All right, all right. last one. Oh, this is an easy one. <laughs> Uh-oh. This one's all you. This is all you. Oh, I know the question. Uh, what's your go-to bourbon? Mm. Steve, via YouTube. Steve, you're my guy. Steve, you are a fantastic human. Um, <laughs> anything from Kentucky or anything with alcohol in it, which is all of it. Um, for me, I don't know. I like Buffalo Trace anything. I'm yeah. picky on that stuff. Um, that's, that's, that's the nice one, right? Yeah, Buffalo Trace is nice. I think I remember. You got me a bottle of Buffalo Trace. I was going to say, I think Trace. I got you a bottle of buff, Buffalo Trace. It's very smooth for a new bourbon drinker, and it's just a classic staple. It's also hard to get. Yeah. So if you get it, keep it for a while. But they, they're the ones who make the Blantons and everything else. They also make a very cheap bourbon hmm. called Ancient Age, which tastes just like Blantons for like way, 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 way less. Like Blantons is $120. Ancient Age is 10. Yeah. So, like, it comes in a plastic bottle. But it's the same recipe, same people. Um, I have, um, I've tried two new vodkas with my Cosmos here recently. I forget the name. What is your go-to vodka? I'm just kind of a Tito's guy. I'm not, you know, I mean, if. When I go. I mean, I love Grey Goose, but I'm not. (laughs) When I tell you I walked in there to get some, because I need a refill on my Cosmo. Um, Vodka, I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah. Where if you were like, hey, tell me some bourbons I could give you. Right. I don't know. I got. Tito's the first time, New Amsterdam mm-hmm. the second time, which mm-hmm. couldn't tell you a difference. My new favorite is, I forget the name of it, so forgive me if this person's uh, watching this vodka company. <laughs> yeah. um, it has like a swordfish on the front, so it's kind of like a nautical. I've seen that one. It is really good and really affordable. Very clean, very smooth. And I tell you, is Lauren over there? Can we say, hey, Lauren? Oh, she's in a meeting. No. So Lauren brought me back a bottle of vodka from Iceland from when they went on their, their uh-huh. vacation. Cracked that open last weekend. Yeah. For a and? Cosmo. Really good. Mm. Also really clear and crisp, but almost a little peppery. little, mm. like just a touch of, a little back there, mm. which was fun. Lauren brought me back Icelandic moonshine. <laughs> Let me tell you all, that stuff lit yep. me up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to think. I'll have to look at that uh, vodka next time. Because yeah, like I said, swordfish. I remember like, it's seeing something it. nautical. Yeah, I honestly thought it was just a, like a ripoff, like a cheap one. Cause no, I didn't it's know. it's really good, really really good. Okay, yeah. well good. Yeah, this podcast sponsored by. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> hey, we would make it. I would love it. Yeah, so episode twenty. That does it. They're saying we're out of time. Already. Yeah, are we? Are are we? So Five yeah, minutes, so, two minutes so let ago. us know who you want to see. Um, we're looking at some local photographers. We're mm-hmm. looking at uh, some storm folks. We had a discussion off air. We're thinking about having our boss on the air on the podcast, which I think would be really fun if I we can convince him to do it. would love it. One, he's got a lot of great weather stories. Oh, a ton. And he's, he's a he weather geek. He comes from a weather market, weather he's, geek. He's a weather geek. He yep. comes from a big weather market. Um, he drives us crazy, and we love him for mm-hmm. it. And yep. we drive him crazy, and he, he loves and us I for it. And I think it would be a very good episode. I, I do, too. Yeah, to, to get his perspective on us, and then our perspective on him. Wow, we'd have to be a little careful on that one. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but it's you, fun. We've got a great relationship with our boss. Yeah, like I feel like we can yeah. joke about it. And yeah. he, honestly, I could see that episode going one way, not two ways, one way. One way, good. He tells us us, and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we go to him, and he's like, he just sits back. <laughs> It's yeah. just very quiet. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Um, and we still got to get uh, Eric and Rachel Eric on. And Rachel we're working on. on it. We're, yep. we're planning things. Um, we'll see how the rest of the hurricane season goes if we 
might have to take a week break here or there depending on yeah. what happens but and, you know and tentatively think think of december think of early december for a live show yeah we're, we're open where. we're open to suggestions on that we've we're, we think we kind of want to make that a tradition what where, if we call it an are you serious christmas party and are you that's what i like yeah huh are you serious are you serious <laughs> and and it's a party where you come we celebrate the holiday yeah we end the year in the season i like know, that a I lot do too. i do too so uh, one, let us know if you want to be there. Two, we'll take suggestions on places. Perfect. Yeah. So I love it. So that's it. So this has been episode 20 of Are You Serious? And we can't wait to celebrate Seriousness with you later yeah. this year. And see what we <laughs> come up with next week. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> comment, subscribe, share, whatever. We appreciate you all tuning in. Have a good one. Have a good one.